founder for Columbus Business First, and this is Crisis Management, a podcast about running a business amid the coronavirus pandemic. In this episode, I talked to Claire Coder, whose Columbus startup, AntFlow, has garnered a lot of attention in recent years for its focus on bringing feminine hygiene products to schools and workplaces. As coronavirus closes down many of these public places, Coder found her business in a tough spot, which forced some reinvention and had brought her into contact with some other Columbus names along the way. The process, she says, took a lot of flexibility, but brought a lot of lessons too. Thanks for listening. We saw the story about you guys uh, switching what you're doing here. Just interested in the entire kind of series of, of how it all kind of came down for you guys. Obviously, this was kind of a fast emerging incident, and, and it seems like you guys were able to kind of think on your feet. So, so Tristan, to provide some background, I'm Claire, the founder and CEO of Aunt Flow. We're based in Columbus. I'm actually uh, in Clintonville right now. And when, uh, when I founded the company, my sole purpose was to make sure people had access to basic necessities. And what that meant for me, and what that still means for me normally, is access to menstrual products when people need them. So we normally manufacture 100% organic cotton tampons and pads. And when uh, we started to recognize that our customers' needs were changing, um, as, as I mentioned, we sell our tampons and pads to businesses and schools so that they can offer freely accessible menstrual products to their employees, students, and guests. When schools started closing and employees started going remote, we were staring down the end of our company. And in times of uncertainty, frankly, we didn't know when schools were going to go back and stuff in session. We stock everything from Princeton University to Google North America to um, you know local coffee shops like Stoffs and Third Way Cafe and Roosevelt in Columbus, Ohio, and they're all closed. So when staring down the end of our, our company, we really had to look at the resources that we had at our fingertips tips, and really think about who we are as a company. And as a company, Ant Flow is a FDA registered importer. All of our, our, uh, all of our products are class two medical devices. So we're very familiar with that system. And our primary mission is people helping people, period. Um, and so we started relying on our resources to be able to respond to the um, national need for masks. So that's a little bit of background about who we are as a company and how we started to think about that process. Tell me about kind of that process from there, right? When you made the decision, it was time to move on this. How did that work? Tristan, if I'm entirely honest, uh, we didn't sleep for two weeks. <laughs> uh, so, so we manufacture our, our pads in China and Shanghai. Um, and so when you think about the time difference during the nights we were organizing manufacturing and then during the days we were responding to the need in the US. And so um, our team started working around the clock to be able to respond to this need and it took a it took an army. So while we're a registered FDA importer and we have resources to factories right now in the industry, all manufacturers are requiring payment 100% upfront. We're a small business and our dollars can only go so far. And so we actually partnered with another Columbus company, Atrium. They predominantly manufacture apparel and they work with L Brands and Bath and Body Works in a, a, to be able to 
kit products as well as uh, produced clothing. So we worked with them for some additional financing. And then we also leveraged their team of 20 who had boots on the ground in China to continue to oversee quality and certifications, because I'm sure you've heard there's a lot of fraud going on right now in the industry. Um, so they're maintaining all of the quality assurances there in China. And so when we think about resources, we are relying on our entire community to make sure that we're able to respond to this need. So um, that's from the atrium side. And then in addition to that, uh, we also started thinking about, okay, how can we give back? Um, and so that's when we partnered with Madison Mikhail Bush, who is the founder and CEO of Point. Point is allowing us to respond to people. They've been reaching out and saying, how can we support? How can we donate? What can we do? Which is remarkable. We love Columbus for this. Point has been able to provide that everyone a resource to say, hey, if you want to donate masks, here's how we're facilitating the donation. Corporations can also donate and you can write it off as well through the app Point. Um, so that's really how we've been able to work with the community to be able to take it from tampons to masks and beyond. <laughs> Um, well, tell me about kind of how the system uh, works right now. I, I saw the, uh, the picture on LinkedIn. You guys are, you're already producing. Um, I mean, what's the supply look like right now? Yeah, yeah. So um, as I mentioned, we, we have facilities that are manufacturing in Shanghai. We are producing one to two million masks a day. And those are prepared and ready. We've already received our first 360,000 masks that shipped last Friday from Columbus, Ohio. And now we're on track to receive additional millions of masks. But Tristan, just from an industry perspective, the hardest part is actually the transportation. Um, and so just from like an industry trend, I know that you're kind of reporting on what PPE means. Um, and there's a lot of discussion around price gouging. But I think what's important to remember is everything's more expensive right now. That includes air freight. Like right now, it's the industry average is $11 per kilo, where average receipt, the average is like $1 to $2, um, sometimes $3, $4, but the, the air freight is just so expensive. Um, and so while we have masks ready to move, we're struggling to get them into the U.S. because standard carriers are, are booked and there's no passenger planes flying out of China right now, um, which is where small parcel usually shows up. So, or um, where small parcels usually transition. So the reason that I share all of that is in all honesty, we're operating here at AntFlow with radical transparency and we want to help everyone understand mask and mask production. Um, while we have masks and we're producing masks, we're, we're getting a little bit stuck on the importing um, from a freight standpoint. And so we're responding to the need as rapidly as we can. If anybody has some planes that they want to help us fly, we would love that too. Let's go Columbus. We'll keep that appeal in there. Um, yeah, hey, hey, L Brands, I know that you're usually transporting panties. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, if there's a lot of private planes around here, somebody should. Right, uh, night jets, let's go. <laughs> Tell me about uh, the lessons that you've learned. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's really great how many Columbus companies are just kind of ready and willing to help and, and where they're willing to say like, hey, you know, you can do this, I can do that. Like, it sounds like teaming up didn't didn't take much time at all. Yeah, you know, what's remarkable about Columbus is we do really hold hands in times of uncertainty. Um, so the lessons that I've learned as a founder and uh, as a CEO of a company based in Columbus, Ohio, 
it's really easy in times of uncertainty to just want to lock yourself in a closet and try to figure everything out and not talk to your team and try to just get the answers because everybody's looking to you as the CEO for answers. Um, but really, we should be looking to our community as a resource to be able to all come together, to be able to work together to get those answers because I don't have answers alone. It really does take an entire community. So that was one of my biggest takeaways that uh, we're still implementing at AntFlow and of course making sure that we, we get those answers so that we can support uh, the dramatic need for masks across the United States. Such a cool story, Claire. Anything else uh, that you'd like to add? Hmm. I, I mean, in general, if, if folks are interested in supporting and getting involved, um, I will say Point is a great resource. If, if you have time but not money, Point has ways for you to volunteer. Or if you have money but no time, you can also purchase and donate masks through Point. And then I, the last bit uh, I was reading this morning, while coronavirus is one thing, we're also in a recession. And what's remarkable is the Empire State Building was built during the Great Recession. It was during the 13 months of the Great Recession. And what I think about right now as a company, we're building something that's so powerful in our recession. And it really takes a team to be able to continue to build something that stands to this day um, in the United States as a tower of, of importance. So that's what we're working to build here. Thank you very much for your time. I definitely appreciate it. Such a cool story. Thank you.